Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, November 16th, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. JG, uh, Nick made a big thing about uh, physicality, pregame, postgame. For you, who was that guy? Has it been TJ? Sort of bringing that extra physicality to the to the yeah, unit. Yeah, we had uh, a lot of guys play very physical. Um, TJ being one of them, but uh, I thought our entire unit uh, really had a stinger, edge, whatever you want to call it. I felt like uh, we did a good job of out hitting them. And uh, we, we played hard. And that was one of the challenges to our guys to, hey, we need to play harder than this team, which it always is. But I think that uh, they, they kind of rallied around, hey, we're going to outplay this team. And I think we did that. What makes you guys so good in the red zone? Uh, it's kind of week to week because we haven't been great in the red zone some other games. Yeah. Um, execution. You know, it came down to I thought our, our plan was pretty good. And... Um, you know, those were huge stops down there because that's a different game. If they if they score a couple touchdowns, we, you know, we always talk about, you know, those are four-point plays and, and just how games are played. And, you know, that score looks a lot different in the middle of the third if they convert some of those. So really all about the players on, on this last week. Uh, they executed at a high level. And I, and I do think some of the... You know the attitude where they tried to run it in a couple times on early downs, and you see some some legit strain from our guys to not let them run it in, and um, it, it was good to see that that response of our guys. But you know the plan was not complicated this week, and we executed, and uh, that's why you saw the, us hold in you know a couple times in the red zone. Evaluation of Davion through I guess what five five starts. Yeah, he's playing well. I mean, he's you know he. Uh, He's he's got a lot. He's a unique player as far as his skill set, what he can do when the ball is snapped. And uh, we asked, you know, our linebackers to do a lot in the run and pass game. And uh, you know, he's he's continuing to get better on certain plays that he hasn't seen because he hasn't played a lot of ball. And um, you know, some mistakes that he made a couple weeks ago, he's not making anymore. Uh, he's in the right spot, you know, a lot, not a lot more, but he's, you know, certain harder plays and harder things that we ask those guys to do. He's, he's uh, improving in those areas. He's doing a good job for us. Uh, you, um, uh, I, I obviously not focused too much on, on stuff that he hadn't been doing well, but for linebackers and young linebackers, when they come in the NFL, a lot of those, their eyes, what are, what, are the, what are those areas that they have to work on the most when they, when they come to the field? Yeah, depending on what system you're in in college and then what, you know, you're running in the, in the NFL as far as, you know, that's a, that's a good question, Jeff. <laughs> um, for us, it's, it's processing, really. And, and what I mean by that is, is you know, he, he has a responsibility, alignment assignment, key technique. So he has a responsibility. But then, you know, pre-snap or post-snap, that can change quickly. And the picture changes on him, on our all our linebackers. It can change quickly. So you can be, you know, before the ball snapped, he, he needs to do one thing. But after that ball snapped, that can change fast. So it's really just a standpoint of, Pre and post snap. What do I have to get done within this call, and how fast I can get to it? Really, post snap. What prompted the rotation at safety? One more time. What prompted the rotation at safety? Uh, we feel like those guys are doing a good job. So you know, um, 
we feel like, you know, depending on, you know, how we set up the game plan, um, certain packages, certain calls that we have in those packages, like to try to put our guys in certain spots to where that it suits their unique, you know, their skill set. And, um, you know, like I've said all along, that room is doing a really good job. And if they're playing wing football, we're going to figure out ways to get all those guys on the field. Has play kind of led to that a little bit? Yeah, he's done a good job. You heard a couple of weeks ago, wherever, whoever asked me that, you know, I, he's playing wing football and he'll continue to play. Yeah, you know, that, that balance between he needs the reps to get better and he won't get better until he gets those reps. Um, you know, balancing the short term and long term, what made it the right time to put him into the lineup so that he could get those reps? Uh, just for what he showed, you know, the, the, the small sample size of reps that he had gotten as we were kind of rotating a little bit, you know, early in the season. And uh, just felt from a, you know, from a, from a, standpoint of hey let's get a guy comfortable in one spot and let him just go and play so we can see that improvement that's kind of what led to that decision you know hey if you if you keep asking a guy to do these couple things in this certain package okay well if if his grade is whatever it is this week let's see if he can improve on that and you know the it's like all our guys you know mistakes that you've made why'd you make that mistake in a game or in practice okay well that's understand why we made the mistake and then improve on that so we're not making the same mistakes over and over. We've seen some of the rookies get in limited action to kind of take advantage, Zach, uh, Teron, and, and Patrick. Have those guys um, developed to the point where you feel like you can put them in situations if they're if you're stuck in a spot where a guy has to leave? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really in my mind, it's not stuck in a spot. I, I expect anybody that has a jersey on game day should be able to go in and play winning football for us. Now, we understand that, you know, a 10-year vet is different from a rookie who's played 50-some-odd snaps in a season. So I do understand that. And um, and you know there's going to be some certain mistakes that happen that just because of, you know, some experience and lack of playing time. But the guys that you just named, I feel good about all those guys going into the game and contributing to us being able to play winning football. JG, what helped you become more effective? The defensive line or the secondary tightening things up? What made it, what was more the part of making it? It's a good question, Howard. All 11. Um, you know, when. You know, when we talk about, you know, certain games that we've struggled, it's like, well, the front's playing good, the back end, not, not you know, we could have played a little bit better. Or the back end's playing good, well, the front, we didn't win one-on-ones. It always comes down to all 11 doing their job at a high level. And when they get a chance, a one-on-one matchup to win those one-on-one matchups. So I think it's a it's really a combination of both this last game is, is, the, the back seven, when we covered, did a good job of taking away certain things that Teddy, I think, wanted. Um, you know, we, we covered extremely well, I thought, and that leads to the, the front having a little more tick of time, and they won some one-on-one matchups where it wouldn't have mattered if we were covering. They just won and, you know, beat their guys. So, you know, and then other times where we pressured, uh, you know, a lot of guys, when we pressured, a couple guys won their one-on-ones quickly, which pressure typically forces a couple more one-on-ones. And then in the back end, we did a good job because the stress when you pressure goes to the back end because you have less guys in coverage. They did a good job of winning their tougher matchups. So it's always a blend of who's taking on the stress within the call and who is the strength of the call. And I think both times where we stress the front or stress the back end, 
and vice versa, they did a good job of, of either winning or absorbing that stress. How would you assess Avante's season? Oh, he's doing a good job. He's playing winning football. Um, you know, he's, like I said before, we put a lot on his plate. And he has a lot to, to process and think about. And we put him in that, that spot as a slot nickel corner, wears a lot of hats. You know, I mean, he's, he's in the run game. He's covering man-to-man. He's in zone. He's got a pattern match. Uh, he makes a lot of adjustments. So, I mean, I, I like where Avante is. I like where he's going. Uh, and he's doing a really good job for us playing winning football in that spot, which you need that spot. You know, I was in another place, and – we had a we had a good nickel and he got hurt and I mean the pass defense went I mean south real fast just because of that one guy and you know that that shows you the value of that position that guy has to play winning football in there for you because of what we ask him to do so he's doing an excellent job I love having him. What's been your message? What's been your message to Derek Barnett after another couple penalties? Uh, just keep improving it. Just keep just keep working on your game. It's got to be on his mind, which it is. And, um, you know, love how DB played this last game. I know he had some production, but this guy, I mean, he's he's playing winning football for us. So, you know, the, the pre-snap stuff, we got to continue to, you know, practice that stuff and put him in those positions um, in practice, which, which helps. And then, you know, the one, the other one that he got, kind of a bang-bang and, you know, sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it, it doesn't, you know, and, and we got to keep educating our players why that penalty was called uh, over and over and over, you know, you know the, say it again, Jeff. You know why it was called? Yeah, we actually asked for some clarity from the, from the NFL on that. Um, you know, did he lead with his crown or did he fall on him with the body weight? So I, I actually haven't heard back on that. But, you know, they're always going to protect the quarterbacks. And you saw one where um, – the one third down where Alex and Milton hit him later in the game. I think that was in the fourth quarter, and Milton did a good job of instead of landing on him, which that's hard, guys. Like, you know, they're going full speed, full tilt, and they're hitting a guy, and it's bang, bang, and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, as you're falling to the ground on top of this guy, pull off the guy. But those are the rules. So we have to enforce that and continue to educate our players and talk to them about that. Hey, you can't land on a guy. You know, that's a – that's a tough rule for pressure players, whoever's hitting the quarterback to, hey, as you're going to the ground, pull off. But those are the rules, and we got we to gotta do a good job with that. Getting up, shouldn't you roll off? Do you think that could have been the call, too, the way you pressed against him? Yeah, you know, I looked at the tape on that. I didn't think he – I mean, I think he was just getting up. But, yeah, you obviously just want to get up and slap him on the butt and say, I'm going to come get you next time, you know? How many more doubles has, has Hargrave seen? Say it again. How many more doubles? has Hargrave seen and, and what are the coaching points for him to, to try to beat some of them yeah he and well he's he's seeing more doubles and and I think that you saw you know uh, you know teams uh, as I always say teams block us a little bit different than what we see on tape leading into games um and and it's you know we we know that going in um you know they they doubled them a few times and Fletch train wrecked the game as you saw. So, you know, it's kind of pick your poison there. But like I said, Graves doing a good job. I mean, he won a lot of those one-on-ones. He split a double one time. You know, they doubled him in the run game one time where it's a hard block. And he, he got back in and he kind of got back into his gap and, you know, had an assist on the ball. So uh, he's doing a good job. He's playing winning football and he'll continue. His production will continue to come. change though when you get doubled? I mean, are there specific ways to try to beat it? In the runner pass game. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, there are. Uh, you know, we, we teach our guys certain things in the run and pass game, depending on the front and what we're asking them to do. Um, you know, in the pass game, it's tough. You got, you know, there's not a lot of space in there when you're getting double the slides coming to you. You know, not a whole lot that you can do when that happens. What you need to have happen is your other guys that are getting the one-on-ones win their one-on-ones, and you saw that happen. You know, if if it's a six-man protection and they're doubling the inside guys, well, you should have two or three one-on-ones on the other side, so or the other people. So, and that's why I think you saw early in the year he was getting some one-on-ones because Fletch was getting a double and he's winning those one-on-ones. So it's always a blend of, you know, when I get my chance to win my one-on-one, do I? And when I do get a double to get done what we need to get done when you get the double, you know. So he's doing a good job with that, as all our inside guys are. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.